It is not every day I get hate mail. Now, sometimes I'll, I'll get comments and commentary, right? Hey, Tony, uh, why, why do you say it like this? Or, hey, Tony, you should think of it like that. Sometimes it's really good stuff, really fantastic stuff, and I greatly appreciate it. Sometimes it's just screaming and yelling, get your head out of your butt, and this, that, and the other. And, all right. If it's on Twitter, I'm mute, delete, uh, don't pay attention. Sometimes if it's, if it's written in a respectful way, you get a response. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. The respectful way is the conversation here. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. I'm saying that I spend time thinking about it and certainly try. There are times where I have nothing but disgust and disdain for certain people and certain policies and certain theories and certain philosophies. But if I'm writing to someone because I want them to see something differently, why in the world would I write in a way that starts with being offensive? starts with being rude. I had gotten a, a tweet, I think it was just today, you need to educate yourself on, or you sound uneducated. Anytime you say you need to educate yourself or you're uneducated, you're not starting a conversation that has me interested. You're telling me I should ignore you. That, that's, that's exactly what's being said. This is what happened in a letter I got. And I get letters from time to time, but very rarely do I get um, such uh, letters that, are, that are, are meant to be insulting, yet they claim to be constructive, and then they copy the president of radio programming at MS Communications, where the owners of 93.1 FM WIBC. This was a letter in an attempt to get me fired. That's what this is. I want to go over it with you. But first, let me st- share a story from the Indianapolis Business Journal, something I discussed on the morning show. There's a, they have an opinion section called Forefront, and I appreciate that they have opinions from people who I think are as wrong as wrong can be, right? Because there are people out there who think I'm wrong. Those are just terrible people. So, no, you can't say that? All right, fine. So it's, it's an opinion piece about Representative Lauren Boebert, Republican from Colorado, who made the joke about Representative Ilhan Omar from Minnesota getting on an elevator uh, with her at the Capitol and, and she said, you know, she's talking to this crowd and I said, I looked, she wasn't wearing a backpack so I felt safe. Ha <laughs> ha, get it, Muslim. Uh, terrorism joke. Not funny, it was dumb. Said so at the time. Said so repeatedly. I said her apology was a non-apology because Lauren Boebert did not apologize. Now we should be clear that Ilhan Omar is an anti-Semite and a bigot. Ilhan Omar should have been excoriated by Congress long ago. Ilhan Omar, if we're going to discuss people who should lose their committee assignments, should lose their committee assignments. There should be nobody accepting the bigotry of Ilhan Omar, but many people do, like Rashida Tlaib, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, like Congressman Andre Carson of the Indianapolis 7th, of the Indianapolis, the Indiana 7th, the Indianapolis area. They all accept her anti-Semitism. They all accept her hatred. And it's not an issue with Israeli policies. If you're talking about Jews hypnotizing the world and it's all about the Benjamins, Jews and money, it's anti-Semitism. End of list. We're done with that part of the conversation. So uh, this person is writing about Lauren Boebert and really was writing, when will Republicans get it together? Why won't Republicans do something about her? How come Republicans allow these things? That's exactly the kind of conversation that gets you nowhere. Nowhere. 
I'm debating whether or not to write the response piece. I don't know if the IBJ would, would, would print it or not. I, don't, I, I just don't know. But the response piece is exactly that. If you are opposed to bigotry, say so. But you have to say so in all of the places. To ask where are the Republicans would allow a Republican to ask where are the Democrats. And now it's you did this and you did this and what about ism this and what about ism that. And none of us gets us anywhere. If you are only willing to speak out about Representative Boebert and you're not willing to speak out about Representative Omar, you don't really have an argument now, do you? I oppose riots. And I will not accept the idea that what happened on January 6th was somehow worse than everything that happened in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, in Seattle, in Portland, and in Indianapolis. I just won't do it. I won't be any part of that. None. Zero. If you're discussing January 6th, you can discuss that it was a riot and it was wrong. And the people who wanted to do damage and do harm, those people were wrong. That's all. It's insurrection and Trump this and Republicans that. You're doing it wrong. We need to have a committee. You're doing it wrong. These text messages prove, they, they prove what? Text messages from, from Laura Ingram or Sean Hannity or from Donald Trump Jr. to Mark Meadows saying you got, the president's got to come out and speak about this. You got to put an end to this. What are you doing? Doesn't prove that they were down for an insurrection. Do you want to say that as, as hosts, as commentary hosts, they're very protective of Donald Trump? Sure. Sure, you could say that. And I can point to you to a series of Democrats who will tell you how good the economy is right now because the Biden administration commanded them to, and they said, absolutely, whatever you say. Our conversation has to be about what's happening and then recognize a better way forward. That's what we have to do. I believe that's what I do on air. I believe that's what makes this show different. I will also tell you, I believe that's why we're not on 400 stations across the country. Because I'm not 24-7 Trump. I'm not 24-7 beat up the other guy. I'm 24-7, what is it that we're looking at? And everyone who listens to this show for more than an hour know that knows that to be true. Oh, I have definite opinions. I have definite theories. I have definite philosophies. I don't apologize for them. Communism? Communism is evil, and all communists are liars. Don't care if a communist is offended. They're a communist. I'm not worried if the long line of murderous bastards are offended. They mean nothing, and they must be crushed. Black Lives Matter? A Marxist organization. The organization must be crushed. Why? They do us no good. They have provided no value, and now, at least, they're honest with their anti-capitalism screeds. But capitalism has done more for black and brown Americans than Black Lives Matter has. Capitalism has done more for black and brown Americans than Colin Kaepernick has. You want to fight about this? Let's go. Let's break it down. I'm a man of opinions. It's why they gave me the show. That and I'm unbelievably charming, producer Ari. I am crazy, crazy charming. And I also look good in jeans. But that is also not the story. The, the, the letter begins, Tony, that is my name after all, <laughs> ask yourself in your role as a guy who speaks to a large number of conservatives on the air daily and on social media, have I been, and I have, there are three choices here, producer, you can play along at home as well, have I been A, 
a positive force for encouraging people to voluntarily get vaccinated for the good of their community, state, and country, B, a neutral factor, or C, a negative force effectively serving to discourage people from acting on guidance from the government and public health experts to get voluntarily vaccinated? Producer Ari, A, B, or C, which one am I? I mean, do I have to? I feel like none of them, but do I have to pick one? Well, these are these are the three this person gives me. If those are my options, oh lordy, I, have I been a a positive force for encouraging people to voluntarily get vaccinated for the good of their community, state, and country? B a neutral factor, or C a negative force effectively serving to discourage people from acting on guidance from the government and public health experts to get voluntarily vaccinated? You have a, It's not C. It's I don't you're new like you said if people want to get vaccinated get vaccinated but it's not like you're on the air saying you all need to get vaccinated for the good of the community like that's not what happened. Isn't it interesting that this person starts with a straw man? There are only three options. You only have three options and you have to pick one. You are either a positive force for going along, a negative force for being against your government, or you've been silent and therefore complicit. Isn't that interesting? It's a straw man argument. This is not a letter that I need to pay attention to when it's a straw man argument, but it's certainly one that's worthy of dissection. And if you want to know what I have been, I have said that vaccines work. I have said that that data is clear. I have said that mandates are completely and totally wrong and an abuse of government power. I have said that the Constitution remains even during a virus. And I have said that people can take ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine if that's what they and their doctor decide because I believe they have the choice to make and it isn't for me to make. So where does that put me in this list? That puts me as somebody who recognizes that the Constitution isn't gone because there's a virus, that rights still remain, and that we as Americans have those rights. I don't fit very comfortably into their categories here. And I think that's upsetting The letter continues, I doubt that you are deluded enough to think that you've been a positive force. So now I'm deluded. I've listened to you often enough to hear some of your rants about COVID vax mandates. I jotted down these nuggets from one such rant a few weeks ago. Not quite exact quotes, but close. Uh, They they do write. By the way, producer Ari, did you write this? No, but I bet you I can tell you if the quotes were exact or not. Uh, One of them is, supposedly I said, mandates are vicious, nasty, and have no place in a free society. I'm sure that's probably verbatim. I can't help but think of Germany in World War II. That's so out of context. You would never compare it to the Holocaust. That's correct. I would not do that. Mandates are sick and disgusting. Any rational person would agree. Yeah, that's probably exactly what you said. Demean and insult Fauci. Can't recall the words that I used. Oh, I mean, you've insulted him before. That's 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 true. That's right. I gave him the benefit of the doubt and gave him the benefit of the doubt, and he proved himself to be unworthy of my love or attention. And that's it. I'm being pushed to the point of being anti-vax, almost. No, you never said that. Yes, I actually did say that, but I was discussing it in reference to the people who say that if you don't get vaccinated, you're a mean, terrible person and un-American and and not patriotic and going to hell and everything else. These people are so vicious with their vaccine mandates that they're pushing me in the other direction, and I'm not anti-vax. That's exactly how I said it. Exactly how I said it. They continue... Tony, reasonable people can disagree on the considerations for and against government vaccine mandates, but your words are not those of a reasonable person engaging in rational discussion about a debatable issue. 
You do your listeners, your community, your local healthcare workers, your country a destructive disservice with your ugly, divisive hyperbole. Someone tell that to Dr. Louis Perfetta, who we had on the show today. Someone tell that to other doctors who I've consulted with. Someone say that to the nurses that I have personally bought cigars for and brought food to. We've won awards at WIBC for our program, Hoosiers Helping Heroes, that I started, I created, I facilitated, I create, I, I went out and spoke to them. But I'm the one doing a disservice to healthcare workers. So they, they write me a, 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 a bit of a, a constructive suggestion here. Tone that blank down. Started with an S. And accompany every passionate anti-mandate rant with this one. Go get vaccinated today. Not for Biden or Holcomb, but out of informed patriotic free will. Because all but a tiny percentage of Americans, it's the smart thing to do. Say it as often as, as, with, as with as much passion as you slam President Biden and Dr. Fauci. I take the time to write you because I assume that under the right-wing on-air shtick, there is a decent, reasonable person that doesn't like to see hospitals inundated and desperate to the point of calling in the National Guard. Prove me right on the air. It's not too late to do some good, Tony. Sincerely, a disenchanted ex-listener. Well, what does it matter what I say on air? You're an ex-listener. You're not even listening. Which, of course, is a lie because, of course, you're listening. And you're super excited. I read this letter on air. I assume you're going to smoke a cigarette when I'm done. Your constructive suggestion is to say what you want me to say. Your constructive suggestion is not to persuade me, is not to show me a better way to think about it, is to say you're wrong for thinking the way you do think like I do. Can I ask what value you brought in this letter? The answer is none, of course, because the purpose was not to bring value. The purpose was to uh, copy the president of radio programming for MS Communications. So maybe I'll have to sit through a meeting. Maybe I'll get in trouble. Maybe I'll get fired. That's why you did it. You decided that you don't like what I say. So instead of bringing me data... Instead of bringing me facts, you bring me, you're a terrible person, Tony, but it's not too late to be a good person. Here, just say what I tell you to say, and everything will be just fine. Um, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to continue to do two radio shows a day at 93.1 FM WIBC. I'm going to continue to do Eat, Drink, Smoke on weekends. I'm going to continue to distribute my show on weekends in Atlanta and in St. Louis and in cities across the country. I'm going to continue to do work for Red State, continue to do work for Americans for Prosperity, and wait till you see what I have next. Oh, by the way, have you bought the book? Let's go bourbon. It's available at Amazon.com. That's what I'm doing. I will decide the programming of this show. Thank you very much, because that's what they pay me to do, including the president of programming. You can convince me with facts. You can persuade me. But you can't bully me, and you can't out-tough me. I honestly think you need to go back and look at this letter and ask yourself what you wrote. Because in this letter, you have proven you are the thing that you hate. You are the bully. Good thing I know how to stand up to him. I'm Tony Katz.